In a world with too much pop culture to consume, one man and one woman will argue about it until they get bored. It's an epic battle between obsession and indifference, and the winner will determine, well, very little actually, Eric Johnson and Emily Jones star in Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob. Whoever wins, we're still losers. Welcome to Season 2 of Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob, the podcast where we argue about something one of us is totally obsessed with. And the other has never even seen. I'm Eric Johnson. And I'm Emily Jones. If this is your first time listening, you can find more Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob at gvnpodcast.com. And you can find all of our past episodes from Season 1 on iTunes. This week, we're going to be playing a video game. Yes. Which is not something I have done very much of. Uh, Our Patreon subscribers already know, because we did a whole discussion about it for them, about uh, my history with video games, which is sparse, to say the least. Um, Yes. I was not, like, strictly prohibited from playing them as a child, but my parents were very adamantly against purchasing any consoles or, or Game Boys or anything. So I have never had a game system um, and just... You don't need one for this for have this never played basically any game other than, like, Mavis Beacon ty- typing games and the <laughs> odd, like, Mario Kart, which I'm terrible yeah. at. Yeah. That actually can be said for every video game, but anyway. <laughs> well, we'll find out. Don't don't count yourself out for this. This is actually a very unusual sort of game. Does it involve using your keyboard to control things happening? No, it does not. Okay, uh, so then that is, playing... that is surprising, and I may actually be not. Yeah, it, I, I got to say, like, I'm, I'm easing you into the world of video games here. <laughs> I'm choosing a game that, A, I'm a huge, huge geek for, and B is not that hard to pick up. I'm, I'm consciously making that choice. <laughs> uh, we're going to be playing Hearthstone, which is a collectible card game, and it's set in the fantasy world of Azeroth. But it's digital? Right. So it's, it's basically there's a, there's a whole genre of video games that are basically video game versions of card games. And the whole thing is that um, instead of, like, did you ever, when, when you were growing up, did you ever, like, know anyone who collected Pokemon cards or Magic the Gathering or things Eric, like that? I'm the same age as you are. I know. Yes. That's I'm asking. Everyone, when we were 10, collected Pokemon cards. I did okay. not because my everyone mom Everyone when it. I was 10 had a video game console, so I have to ask. Oh, great. No. <laughs> but everyone when I was 10 had a video game console, too. So I was surrounded by people playing them. Yes. Okay. okay everyone okay. I know collected Pokemon cards, and then they okay. all started collecting Magic the okay. Gathering cards. Also, I withdraw actually, the question. actually, I know someone who has won awards for his Magic the Gathering card collection okay um this person this person is is someone my parents age also so that's he has but cool yeah he has (laughs) he has children my age which is how i know (laughs) that family well so hearthstone is a lot like magic the gathering some magic fans call it a ripoff um basically it's it's a digital card game though so you're collecting and playing cards against one another but then you never actually physically collect them you don't have to you know go to the store and buy packs of cards so they're in like they're in like uh like an imaginary card holding thing in the way that right even though i don't really play them like i am aware that in video games you often have like an imaginary backpack where you put the things you pick up 
that's not real. But you, you, you're building decks of cards, okay. and then you're playing each, and then it's one-on-one game. It's two players, two human players are playing uh, their decks against, against one another. Okay, so, so we're going to be playing this against each other. Well, eventually. I think what we need to do is you need to actually go through the game and the tutorial, which is actually does a good job of, like, I think, teaching you how, how to play. So how about we set a timer, you play, you know, for a certain amount of time, and then once you've, you know, mastered the game after, you know, an hour, hour and a half, <laughs> then, then you, you and I will square off and see, uh, see how it goes. I am so apprehensive right now. <laughs> yeah, this is really not fair at this all. Sounds but it'll so be terrifying. <laughs> Wait, so who am I going to be playing against for an hour? Uh, random people on the internet, I think. Um, that's okay. that's the whole. It's it's an online multiplayer game. So like, um, I guess when you first start up the game, you'll be playing against the computer, and it'll be like a really easy computer opponent because it wants you to learn how to like the mechanics of the game of just like what does this card do. But then after that, I think it just throws you right into, like, if you just click on the play button, you'll just be randomly matched with someone at your skill level online. So more, more, more than likely someone, who, someone else who's playing for the first time as well, who just happens okay. to be online. So That's interesting. <laughs> and then at the end of the row, then you'll be playing against me, and I've been playing this game for way too long. So huh. yeah, that's not going to be fun for you. No, it doesn't sound it. <laughs> we'll see if the rest of it is fun. <laughs> All right, so let's let's go play this, and then uh, we will talk after the break. Indeed. Hey, everyone. Emily and I are off playing Hearthstone right now. Woo-hoo, games. I don't know how games work. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, that's kind of the whole thing that I was uh, uh, hoping would, would happen with this episode is that by going through the tutorial of Hearthstone that that would sort of, you know, uh, make up for years and years and years of not playing video games. We will see. <laughs> yeah, um, that might have been misguided. You'll have to listen on to find out. Uh, and normally at this point we would be sort of warning like, oh, spoilers for whatever movie or book or whatever we were talking about this isn't very plot heavy though no it's it's a card game where monsters and wizards and whatever they they fight and one person wins um <laughs> yeah we, so we should probably note though that uh during this break which as you can tell we're recording this after we've already played um emily played for how long was it like two hours maybe i have no idea so then after after we played for a couple hours each, then we did play against one another. Uh, we tried recording video of this, uh, but it didn't really quite work out the way I was hoping. So uh, here's what you need to know. Here's what happened when we played against each other. Uh, we played so three actually games. what's happening is we're doing the spoilers now. Yeah, I guess this is spoilers. I mean, it's this is just like this is like preamble to what we're about to talk about in the rest <laughs> of the episode. Um, we played three games. Uh, I won three games, <laughs> maybe because I had a slight, slight advantage in slight advantage, okay. knowing how this works. So anyway, you're going to hear all about that as us referencing uh, what we've just played. Uh, and uh, yeah, so here's the rest of the episode. And um, oh, I should probably say like where people can find this game if they want to play it. Nah. Yeah, no. <laughs> they don't need to know how to play it. Uh, so if you do want to play Hearthstone, if you if you don't already have it and you want to uh, maybe understand a bit more about how it works before you listen to the rest of this, you can go to battle.net. That's 
like the actual that's an actual .net domain. I know they're rare, uh, and you can download it from there. It's it's a free video game. Um, you can also download versions of it for like your your mobile phone, your tablet. It's both iOS and Android. Just search for Hearthstone. So basically, you have no good excuse not to give it a try. Right. I mean, unless you just want to you know listen on and just you know be passive and not really engage in the the groundbreaking interactive new media. Not that we're guilting you into it or anything. No, not at all. All right, here's the rest of the episode. Enjoy. And we're back. We just played like three. A lot of Hearthstone. Three hours of Hearthstone, (laughs) including three games against each other. Uh, Before I get into my thoughts, um, Eric, why don't you tell us a little bit about why you like this game and have spent hours and hours and hours and hours playing it by your own description admission yes uh so this is a game that for a lot of people the appeal is completely different from mine so i sort of mentioned in the intro that this is a it's a fantasy game or i guess i had you mention in the intro it's a fantasy game set in azeroth which is the the world that the warcraft games take place in Mm -hmm. i never played those games and so i have i had no idea who the character right but (laughs) so that's that's something that that I i really like about the game is that I came into this, this is the first of those games that I've played, I had no idea who any of the characters were, and yet I got totally hooked by just the the game's design and the strategy and and that level of it. Um, That's something that I found, this is something that I found when I've tried to parachute into like other like big popular game franchises, where oftentimes if I come in without knowing characters or stuff already, having played other games, I just like get really like disaffected Mm -hmm. or whatever. But the design of this game just hooked me so quickly, and I and I got so into just the the strategy of how do you you know play this card when and how do you build a deck and and all these things like that that um it it quickly overcame my my resistance to that. So so wait, uh, when you yeah. say build a deck, like it lets you like pick cards or what? You just like develop cards by yeah. playing against people or. <laughs> So I should have done a bit more research before I set you off on on your own into the wilderness because apparently you didn't you don't get to the point where you build your own deck at least in the extent of it that you were playing the tutorial and a couple matches that you were playing. Yeah, like, I, guess, I guess maybe... well. So when you say building deck, building your own deck, do you mean like like after you play a game, it tells you like, hey, you just earned this card? Like, is that what you're talking about? Is that what building right, a deck so is? Then, then you can go into, like, there's a menu option where I, I guess maybe you have to hit a certain level, or I, I don't know, where you go to a, a menu and you can build your own custom deck. So you don't, instead of the default set of cards that it gives you for uh, Oh, so Jaina, you can do, like, flu- fewer of those annoying turtle things that are not very useless, useful or whatever. Right. Okay. Exactly. So you can pick fewer of those and more of other cards that you've earned that are more powerful or that are that you different like the, strategy Yeah, okay, whatever. okay. Um, so maybe that's something, maybe it's just something you have to go into the menu and find it. I, I, I don't know, but, um, that's kind of like a big part of the strategy of the game is you come in with your own arrangement of cards that's different from someone else's. And so you don't know, you know, what choices they've made ahead of the game. And so that, and that okay, affects, yeah, you know, that makes sense. ripples to the random chance of the game down the line. Cause you know, you can, pick certain cards that work well together but if they don't come out in the right order then it's a mess so you know right or if the other person has the cards that neutralize those pretty quickly like they have a lot of those things that turn things into a sheep it makes it really kind of pointless to play a bunch of whatever the shield thing is called yeah exactly exactly taunt that makes sense so emily what, what did you think of of hearthstone 
Um, well, it was definitely more fun when we, we were playing against each other um, than with the annoying sound effects that are default <laughs> and just like, I don't know, strangers and you don't know what they're doing. Like, like it was, it was more fun playing against you. And like, I could see how, like, if you like had friends and you were like playing against each other, like in a context where you were like doing that stuff that you were doing more of than I was that like, ha ha ha, like whatever, like, you know, actually right. talking like a person. Um, <laughs> otherwise, like, I mean, I don't, it was, it was fine, but like, I don't know. I just felt like I was doing a lot of math and like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't like, wasn't appealing yeah, to you. Yeah, and I don't, like... like, feel myself, like, getting into the characters and, like, what the spells actually do and, like, whatever, which I feel like is what they're trying, they're going for with, like, the, like, sound effects that, like, um, like, I'm pretty much... I mean, that stuff is kind of, like, it's just, like, dressing on the top. It's yeah. It's not really... So, to me, it's kind of just, like, a weird math game and, like, I don't know, I'm not, like... You're not into that so much, yeah. Yeah, well, and I don't know what kind of game, like what kind of game like this, I would be into, but it's I don't know. I'm like I definitely don't seem. I mean, like I definitely, I mean, I definitely got into it once I figured out what things did, and like, like I said, it was more fun playing against an actual person than just weird computer noises. Um, even when there was right. another person, like another anonymous person on the other end of the new, of the computer noises. Um, but you weren't talking to them over voice like you were with me, right, so it, was, it kind of right, was a different feeling. Right, yeah. exactly. Um, and, like, again, like, as I, like, learned it more and whatever, like, I did I did find myself, like, getting, getting like, a little, like, you know, it feels good when you win and, like, whatever. And, like, when you figure out some strategy yeah. that works. But, like, I definitely don't see myself playing it again. Well, so, so that's one thing. So the game is free. So that's something that is kind of like it's it's totally cool to try it. Yeah, exactly. It is nice that it's free. Like it. Yeah, that's true. It's easy to it's easy to say. You know what? I don't like this sort of game, and that's fine. You know, yeah. like that's always been a big thing with games, like you know the really quote unquote gamers or whatever people who like are pre-order a game just blindly they'll put down you know fifty dollars or sixty dollars in a game and they feel like they have to get their money's worth yeah with a free game it's nice because then if you don't like it it's like fuck this i'm gonna go watch a movie i mean this was yeah (laughs) this was like it was it was like mildly entertaining but like i said i didn't like i don't know yeah i didn't i didn't find it like like enjoyable or addictive in the way that that you definitely seem to yeah um, no, and I totally get that. I mean, it's 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 not something where I was expecting necessarily that, that you would enjoy it. I was I wasn't expecting um, you would like it, but <laughs> so, so well, I'm curious though. I mean, the the main reason I brought it in is a like I said because I'm a huge geek for it. Blah blah blah. Um, but since you're coming at it from a totally different perspective of someone who just you know doesn't even now as an independent adult chooses not to play pretty much any games. Yeah, pretty so... much. I mean, not any not any games like this. I mean, yeah. I, uh, no. Yeah. Like board games. I play board games. Yeah. So, well, that's the thing is like, so do you, um, do you think you would have enjoyed it more if it were like a physical card game, if it were like magic? No, I think I would have enjoyed that less because then the person that I was playing with and I would have had to do all the fucking math like in real life <laughs> instead of it just happening, which would make it so much worse. 
I mean, you're like, that's a good point. Yeah, no. <laughs> like this, like I didn't like that. I was like, I had to like pre-think through all the math and like whatever. But like at least it was done for me. <laughs> but like yeah, and I, in terms I, well, of in, in the game, you can sort of it'll tell you it'll highlight in green exactly which cards exactly, you can use exactly. Yeah, all yeah. that stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of the the lifting there for sure. Yeah. Um. Okay. So tell me about sort of just your before we played uh just before we hopped on this and started recording here we, we we played three games but before that um so you were doing the tutorial right you started off like playing against the computer yeah so it doesn't let you get out of the tutorial unless until you you have to beat five computer simulation things okay um so, that, so then tell like what was your experience so the with first, that like did the you the first uh the first couple weren't that bad. Like after I was after the first one, I spent the entire first one like what the what the what the, what, the, what is the fuck is happening, and but then like once I figured out what was happening, it was okay. And then the the last two were really bad. The second to last one was the one where I texted you and was like, oh, "What I can't beat this person." And what was happening? Like I don't remember what that simulation was. Um, like what was the challenge? I don't really remember either. It was just like. I don't remember either because the one after it was also really hard. But it was just like all yeah. of a sudden they had like a whole bunch. I think that was the first person that had a weapon, um, yeah. which is like a whole other thing that I'm just like, what even is that? And like, I, I don't know. It was just like, it was just, I, I, it might have been the first one that had taunts. Oh, I'm and not... so they were playing taunt cards and you didn't know how to respond to I mean, to them, I was maybe, responding or... to them, but it took me a while to, like, get around it. I don't really remember the strategy of that one. And then the next one was one that had, um, whose uh, hero power was uh, making, like, two um, minions. Okay. Like, like every single hero power they did, they got two, uh, two damage, one health minions okay. so they were like they were like a they were like a friggin hydra or something it was awful um but then like i will like that one took that didn't take me as long to beat as the one before it but like the thing that was helpful with that was and i don't know if she she continues to do this but at least during the tutorial like the character kind of talks to you a little bit she'll be like no seriously yeah. why kill that guy like she she ta- she thinks out loud about it so like that's just for the tutorial but i mean so the the reason i'm asking is like do you feel like coming out of those five simulations like it, how how like did you feel lost did you feel like you mostly got it kind of how confident were you when you left the computer matches and started playing against humans um I I mean not confident that I was win- why I would win but confident that I knew how to play the game. Okay. I mean So that, that's the mission accomplished then, there. Yeah, then, because yeah. because the um the I you know the people all three people that I played against before you beat me. Um <laughs> but wow, wow. I I wasn't I didn't think I was going to beat any of them, but um yeah. They like but it but it I wasn't I wasn't surprised by like I don't know. I, the the game didn't do anything that confused me after that point. It was just like yeah. they had cards I didn't know existed that they were like playing against me. Like that was the issue. But right. like, what are they going to show you every card in the tutorial? That would not be real. So, well, so that gets at one of the big things with the game is the fact that um, players' cards are different. That players have been playing longer, they might have completely different cards. Yeah, from... like the first time I played against you, that was a character I'd never seen. You were playing with a, di- a character I'd never seen before and a whole bunch of cards and shit that I had never seen. 
right i was playing as valera the rogue and then she had i was i was playing a deck that had a lot of um mechs which are robot characters and they were all like power yeah i haven't even another. seen any robots yeah exactly before that um, I didn't know this so game involved one of the big things, right? <laughs> so that was that was part of like the um, the way they've continued to make money for the game is that um, even though you don't buy the physical booster packs, you can pay real money to get um, get virtual cards, basically to add to your collection. Uh, okay. To, so that people, so there's some people who really don't like in games like this, free to play games, because they say, well. If you just, you know, if you already have a lot of money and you, if you're rich and you don't care how you're spending it, right, then you can yeah, just go you can buy a bunch of packs and endlessly. get all these. Yeah. Well, which is so, true, so that's the which whole is thing. also true of physical card games, though. True. And, and, well, that, and that's the thing. A lot of people um, who make free-to-play games, they, they point to magic and say that's how to do it right. And people who also, and they also now point to Hearthstone and say that's how to do it right because, in theory... In theory, even if you have if one player has like a lot more cards, the game should be designed in such a way that you know a really skilled player can still beat someone. Even who if has, they don't have the know, fancy cards, you have to pay for. In theory, okay. I mean, in reality, the people who've been playing a lot have just earned a lot of cards and have have gone to the effort to like make custom decks and probably have bought cards. I know I've spent something around twenty dollars on cards over the past you know year. But that's not that um, bad compared to what you would spend on. On magic. like tons True. and tons and tons, because like with magic cards, I, like, I would definitely spend. There was a time in my life where I was spending twenty dollars a month on Magic the Gathering. Right, exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, yeah, and then let's see. Okay, so I spent twenty on cards, and I spent an additional twenty on. There's a single player mode where you're playing against these tougher computer opponents, sort of like tougher versions of the tutorial. What you were doing, okay. And then at the end of that, you you earn like you know rare cards for from beating that that okay. you can only get through playing that. So in total, I think I've spent somewhere around forty to fifty dollars on on this game, which you know for the amount of playtime I've gotten out of it, I'm happy with. But like some, there's some people who really don't like that, who yeah. who are sort of like you know the 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 idea that someone might pay to get an advantage you know yeah no i can Um, see how that would how that would be a problem yeah so um well i don't know i mean does that like uh i'm sorry that you're having to like interview me because i don't really have that much to say about this no 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 it's it's, um, i'm i'm i will can i can i I will say i will say something that i was thinking about while i was playing the game which is and and gets at something that you pointed out earlier that I am and have been now for a long time, um, you know, outside of a world where there is anyone who can ban me from playing a video game, um, <laughs> you know, pretty much since I graduated from high school and moved out of my parents' house, like there's no reason that I couldn't be spending my money or my time or both whatever on on video games, um. But, and this is probably something my mother would be very happy to hear if she ever listens to this podcast, <laughs> um, is like, I was thinking about this when I was playing it and I was kind of like, because, and, and I have a lot of friends who play a lot of games. Like you, you yeah. are one of them, but, but many, 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 many of them. Um, and, and actually I, I probably spend more time like watching movies and Netflix and stuff than playing games. Yeah. Like, even though I do play a lot more than you, like. Well, but that's not saying, that's literally saying nothing. <laughs> so, um, but you know, you know what I mean. Like I, I actually like I, I think in terms of screen your time, your job involves video games, which says. Uh, but anyway, um, anyway, anyway 
Uh, but even like, I don't just not really play video games. Like I also don't play Candy Crush on my phone. Ah. Like, I mean, I, the only, well, that's a video game, but yeah, it's, you, you don't even play that. Level right. That's what I mean. Casual. That like literally like yeah. people who, people who play Candy Crush on their phones would not consider themselves gamers, but they right. like, they're like, everyone plays Candy Crush on their phone or Temple Run, like whatever. I don't, I do not have or play any of those games on my phone. I mean, I, right. all the only thing, the only game I've ever played on my phone is words with friends, which is Scrabble. That's not a game. <laughs> I mean, it's a game, but it's <laughs> it's the board game Scrapple. It's not like a yeah. competitive. Like, so like, I feel like I feel like from pretty much never do a con- I, 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 from never doing it. I just like I don't know. I feel like I don't. Ha- there's a thing. There's a thing that most people seem to have where like they start playing a game and they have fun playing it and they feel compelled to keep playing it. That like. Yeah. I feel like I don't have like I don't have like a bug that you haven't caught or 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 a, it's like a, a meme. It's that like a chip that I don't you. have. Yeah. It's like it's like there's a wire that's not plugged in. That's like you know it's like somebody snipped the wire that makes you. I mean, you, I mean so that you think makes that's you that... that makes you like get into a game and like seek it out. That I like, I don't. Yeah. And I I haven't I have I haven't played like a vast array of games to like like. You know, maybe there's something that I would get really into, and I don't know if the thing that would do it would be like mythology or like who knows what it would be, but like I don't know. Yeah. Like even the times that I've played like you know Super Smash Brothers or whatever with my friends, like I'll get into like that immediate game, but I'm I don't have that like that like right. You don't have the gene or the or the whatever that's yeah. needed to make yourself interesting. I don't no, I don't I have mean, the that's... I don't have the compulsion to sit there and keep playing it to the extent that I actually get good. And I do think part of it also is that I at this point I am at such a disadvantage to other people where like I sit down in front of a game of like I sit down in front of like a, Sma- a Super Smash Brothers game and I don't even know what the where the control and it's like we're talking, you know that's a, that's a standard game con- game controller yeah. thing. That's a complex controller for someone who doesn't play games. Yeah. But yeah, no, but it, but it, but for, for every, like literally everyone else I have ever encountered and played that against, they've been playing with that controller since they were four years old. And I'm like, uh, I don't know what the buttons even are. Like I literally, I right. have to look at it to see like what is A and what is B and what is red and what the hell. And like, my friends are like, no. And I'm like, what, how are you flipping and kicking me right now? And I'm just like, oh, you just like A, B, Red, left, them, whatever. I don't even know what right. they're called. It's second nature for someone and, who's uh, yeah, played a like, lot of games. Yeah, and I'm like, you can tell me that, but I have to look at the keys to even push them. Like, I don't. Right. So I think it's a combination of like, it's like it's a little self defeating, and that like I've I have I don't have the. That's why I asked you about like, are there like keyboard controls? Because that I could have told you right. going in, like, no, I'm gonna get frustrated and hate that because I like can't. Yeah. I can't do them. Well, that's good to know for possible future episodes that I was thinking about. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but anyway, all well, of no, which is I mean, to say, a good point. yeah, like I feel like on on an overarching level, like I don't know, I feel like I maybe have a little bit of like a gaming chip missing. Well, it's it's, it's interesting from my you, robot you describe it that way because like I often talk about my relationship with like sports in that way where like I can get really into a sports game if I'm like watching with friends either on TV or in the stadium or whatever, but like on my own I can never really invest myself for a whole game. I can watch maybe a couple innings of a baseball game or I can follow along on Twitter or whatever, but like just watching a a game you know without other people you know without energy from other people to feed off of just never does it for me. And so, um, and that, that's, as far as that's I can tell, a, unusual. I've talked to plenty of friends exactly who watch sports games by games. themselves. Yeah. So, 
I, I, I wonder, like, if it's just, like, if it's just experience of having been raised, you know, with that as second nature or, you know, um, or, or is it some sort of gene? Maybe you and your parents all, you know, maybe you have some sort of recessive, uh, <laughs> recessive gene that, that makes you resistant to the, the allure of video games. No, I'm, in, <laughs> I'm inclined to say it's a, it's a nurture thing rather than nature thing. Like, yeah. considering considering that i grew up with a with a life ban on like <laughs> that seems <laughs> that seems like a pretty clear cause <laughs> yeah um yeah. and yeah i mean like i didn't i do get into sports and i didn't grow up like in like watching sports constantly but we did like enough yeah. like a fair amount that and and i played a lot of sports too that's the other thing you didn't did you right. you didn't really play sports right well, I did little league soccer and baseball uh, for for I guess elementary school years. Yeah. But then, other than that, it was. But like, like you wouldn't never... say sports like playing or watching have ever have, were like a big part of your life, like your whole life. Hmm. Well, I mean, little league was a pretty okay. Uh, baseball was a pretty big part, and then at that time, watching baseball was a big part. But it was always watching, you know, with my parents or mm-hmm. watching going playing games with my friends from school or whatever. Um. It's it's the kind of the sports for sports sake stuff that I can never really commit to when I'm just watching a game, you know. Yeah. It's a kind of a different sort of entertainment. Um, yeah. But. No. I yeah. I see what you mean. Yeah. Um. Anyway. We're broken humanoid robots, Eric. Yes, we are. <laughs> um. So I I don't know. I mean, like, do you think that um, like, if you had been playing. And not just against me, but if you've been playing against, like, more people where you could talk to them and and do, like, what we were doing, like, kind of semi-trash-talking one another and doing that, like, do you think you would may, might have enjoyed the game more if it were more of, like, a social experience like that? Or is it just... I don't think I would have wanted to do that against you? a stranger. Yeah. That'd be weird. <laughs> um, But if it was a social experience where what I was doing was playing against you or playing against other friends, like... That was yeah. that was definitely like it was it was definitely much more enjoyable like once there was a human I was talking to. Interesting. Definitely. Okay. But like I wouldn't want to like sit here and talk, which is something I know that people do. Like I've watched my cousins do it before where they like they're like on some sort of headset talking to God knows who, God knows right. where, somewhere else in the world and they're playing some multiplayer video game. Like that would that's weird. I can't so, that frightens believe me. it or not, this was actually the first time I played Hearthstone against someone that I know. I've 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 only ever played against strangers, but before before this, huh? Um, so it's kind so of not a it's, social it's, experience for you. Well, that that's the thing is like um, something that we touched on briefly when we were recording our session. I was like, you know, um, threatening you, and I, I was sending those emotes where I was having my character speak. Yeah, I didn't know you, you know, could do saying, that. Yeah, say, saying hello or or threatening you or, or whatever. Um, uh and then um that there's sort of this really interesting i obviously i know you're not going to keep on going but if you if you had like kept going for the hours and hours that i put in there's really interesting sort of a social dynamic that comes out of not being able to hear the other person like not actually doing the voice chat like we were doing where there's like six little things you can say that are preset and they have like meanings, you know, that basically they're stand-ins for other stuff. So, you know, as a matter of courtesy, I always say hello to the person I'm playing against. At a certain point at the start of every game, I wait until uh, it's their first turn 
Uh, so I don't do it during my turn because I want to move quickly and just get my turn over with because the first turn doesn't really mean much. And so then I wait till it's their turn. I say hello. And then at the end of the game, uh, even even if you're losing or winning, you say, you know, well played, which is just a way of saying, hey, good game. You know, hey, you know good, good job. Oh, OK, uh, yeah. Someone did that. Someone did that against me. Yeah, well, well played is kind of and you can also throw in well played throughout the game. If someone has a really smart, you know, play um they they have a smart combination of cards they do something really tricky you know you say well played is like a tip of the hat to to okay. say like hey you so it's know, like a, recognize... but it's like a weird little sub language composed of yes. only six things right which huh, which is something that that's that's something i was just thinking about when we were talking about it being a social experience is that i haven't ever played against someone i knew before but it is a social experience in that way because there is talking you are to, communicating to human, in a you're communicating in a very, in a very limited very limited yeah. way but which has you know like an internet meme has kind of become a language of its own because people know what certain you know courtesies or whatever yeah. mean within the game in different you know? contexts yeah that makes sense right um or like if someone's taking too long then you threaten them that's what i do all the time if they're <laughs> if they're running out of time i always you know that's when i threaten them <laughs> just as a way of saying hurry the fuck up <laughs> if nothing else this this uh episode has got me thinking about just the meta of how i play hearthstone <laughs> so even if you're not gonna keep on going i'm, I'm grateful for the for, for you trying <laughs> yeah no i mean i'm glad yeah. i tried it i just yeah you know probably gonna watch a movie after this not dive back into the game <laughs> All right, well, before you go run off and, and watch a movie, uh, what are we going to be talking about on the next episode well, of season two of Giant Geek vs. Mega Noob? Well, you should not go run off and watch a movie. You should open a book because our next, epi- a book? Our next episode <laughs> is going to be about A Tale of Two Cities. Um, and to to start out, we're going to read the first two of, th- of the three books that make it up, which is more than half, so... More than half. Read, okay. read away. It's, it's a long book. So, you've seen the Monty Python sketch about Charles Dickens, right? I don't think so. It doesn't sound familiar. Charles Dickens, the well-known Dutch author with two Ks. No, no, <laughs> I have not seen that. Okay, I will look it up. It I'll look it up while you're reading. Okay, and uh, but before before I do that, where else can we find you on the internet, Emily? I am on Twitter at EJ Reports, and I'm on Twitter at Hey Hey ESJ. Thank you for listening to Giant Geek versus Mega Noob. Until then, bye. Bye bye. This has been Giant Geek versus Mega Noob. For more, visit gvnpodcast.com.